Digital drag has taken over the world. And right now, it's my only way to connect with my fans. Join me on my Twitch channel, where you're gonna see a ton of new shows, my work live, cooking tutorials, and more. Especially our new Love for the Arts unoriginal digital competition. It's going to be so much fun. Check it out now at twitch.tv forward slash Trinity the Tuck official. If you're loving the work podcast and want to support future episodes, become a loyal Patreon today. You get behind the scene photos, first look at videos, extra pod content, including the game and fan questions, plus exclusive merch too. Become a Patreon today. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today my guest is Ginger Minge. On this episode, we talk about what she's been doing during quarantine, upcoming projects, drag race rundown, and more. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck. And today I have a very special guest that I have not had in a while, Ginger Minge. Hey, girl. Hi. I'm so glad that you're here. Me too. It's a very long trip down the street. Right. All 15 minutes. I mean, yeah. And we haven't seen each other in months since all yeah, this. Since the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So much has happened, yet so little. <laughs> so nothing has happened. <laughs> My gosh. You've been staying indoors this whole time? Yeah, I have not seen the other side of the front door until I left to come here. Oh my gosh. It, it's been insane. We've even been ordering our groceries in. and How do you do that? You just go to the public's website and you type in what you want. Now, I'm going to tell you that there are many, many, many issues with it. Oh. Because they do not try to find comparable items if they're out of something. like. So I ordered a jar of pasta sauce. And instead they brought me a jar of salsa because they were out of pasta sauce. How are they out of pasta sauce? Well, I guess that they were out of the particular one that we ordered, which was... So they just, were like salsa. Yeah, and they were like, oh, well, the salsa has red peppers in it. I'm going to bring you that. Wow. Did, did you eat the salsa at least? Of course I did. <laughs> when have I not eaten something yes. somebody's brought to me? Yes, I, I love that. Um, after we get done with this and we go into the uh, extra content, we can eat because well, we're going to film it. Let's do it. Yeah, so just for you guys listening... Um, if you don't know about Patreon, Patreon is uh, where we post extra content from these podcasts, which includes uh, a game, fan questions, and... Tasteful nudes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> not of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we're not going to be sherry-pieing. Okay. <laughs> but, um... So this time we're going to film it with me and Ginger and we're going to play Uno. So if you want to see that, it's going to be live on Patreon. After you listen to this, it will already be um, up on there. So go become a Patreon. So um, Publix. So do they deliver it to your house? They do. They deliver it right to the front door. I guess they work with um, a company... Not Postmates, it's kind of like Postmates or uh-huh. Uber Eats or something like that. Right. Where you just place your order, they go get it, and then they check it out and bring it to you. Wow. I, and how much is this fee? It's not much. The fee's not ridiculous. What is it? Like 
It's like two dollars. That's what my husband says. I don't know. Two. That's really. That's it. Wow. I don't have charge of the finances. I don't. Oh, know. okay. Well. <laughs> Well, I don't think anybody has charge of finances right now. I'm trying to figure out a way to make some finances. Uh, hello. That's what I'm telling you. We got to release tasteful nudes. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> OnlyFans is just, you know, literally a click away. I've, I've thought about it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to do one that's nothing but food called justforhams.com. <laughs> just for hams. I love that. But I'm, I was thinking to myself, I've, I'm starting to gain weight. And, I, you know, I'm like in that, that middle of like skinny fat. So it's like. You're not cute. You're not a cute fat person, and you're you're not a cute skinny person. You're like you're just like skinny fat. Well, and I've actually lost weight during. You all look of this. like it. Well, thank you so much. Well, I've been spending every day in the pool because okay, there's nothing else to do. Um, but also, I've been sober for seven months now, so I haven't had oh. a lick of alcohol through all of this. Uh, and I, I went off of it just because I started some new psych meds and all that, and I didn't want it to interfere, but I also noticed that I was feeling a lot better when I wasn't drinking mm. and I just saw the pounds kind of going away with little effort elsewhere. Oh, wow. So I was like, well, let me get back to this. Let me just not drink. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever works. I don't know that I can, I, I'm not a huge drinker, but on Friday nights we have drag race. Um, night here mm-hmm. with Leo's sister, and we break out that box wine, sweetie. And I need, I need to have my little glass, Franzia. Yeah, it's sitting up there. It really <laughs> is. That's exactly what it is. A nice cardboard. It, I love it. I, I'm from the trailer. I, I may have a, Me a cute house now, but I'm not always been here in a house. Well, right? my house was always cute, even if it was on wheels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that. So, um. You've been sequestering. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you, like, have you been doing projects at home? Yeah, well, you know, Gidget Galore and I, we spent the first three months of quarantine at her house. We were living with her and we were churning out content almost every single day. And it was, it was funny because I was like, I feel like I'm working harder, maybe not more than I work when I'm on tour, but I was working harder than I was on tour because every day was a new event. Every day was a different show. And it really just pushed us to be super creative in a way that I hadn't been for so long. Because you know, when you get out on the road, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you just pull the same dress out of your suitcase and do the same number and then pack it up, go to the next city, pull it out, do the same number, pack it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's fun. I, my favorite part of being on tour is just getting to see the different places, meet the different kinds of people and have conversations with them. That's the best part of touring. But there's nothing very creative about it once you've got your set show done. Yeah. You just pull it out everywhere you go. <laughs> that sounds kinky. <laughs> um, Only fans. <laughs> just for him. <laughs> um, and so we were really kind of being pushed to figure out what we could do in her garage in front of the the pipe and drape that we had put out there that was new and different every day. And we did that for three months uh, until we just got so burnt out. Yeah. And I was like, we're in quarantine, girl. Let's take a break. Yeah. Like, let's clean the house. Let's put these dresses away. Let's, let's do all that. So we ended up, we went back to our house and we've been there for the last month or so, month, month and a half maybe at this point. And... I feel like I haven't been doing anything. Girl. It was from one extreme to the other. Oh. And it was like, 
work, 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 work. And everything, every day, something new, everything is something different. And then I get to my house and I'm like, well, I guess I'll wake up, go downstairs, eat a pop tart and go lay in the pool. Yes. I mean, if you had a pool, if I had a pool, that's the only thing. Well, that's not the only thing. There's two things that I didn't get in this house that I wanted. And I got everything. Let me tell you, I was so fortunate that I got everything else that I wanted in this house. The two things that I did not get is I wanted a staircase. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow. I didn't even care if it went up to an upstairs. I just wanted a staircase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always dreamt of having a staircase in a house. And well, how else are you going to recreate the Brady Bunch? Right. I mean, I, I always, you know, holidays in movies always has that banister with mm-hmm. the the Christmas ornaments and lights and um, whatever that green stuff is, tinsel, whatever. Garland. Yes. Garland. Yes, Judy Garland, all the way up. <laughs> And I always wanted it because... Uh, I would never put Judy Garland up the stairs. You know she's going to come tumbling right back <laughs> she down. She sure will. Talk about alcoholics. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I didn't get a staircase. And then I wanted a pool. So I didn't get a pool here either. But um, we do have an HOA and there is a community pool. But mm-hmm. girl, right now with everything happening, I don't know that I trust going and swimming in other people's Well, COVID. we have a pool. Um, which, so we did get a pool and a staircase, but we didn't get the kind of staircase that I wanted because we have one that has two walls on each side of it. So what? Yeah. I mean, it's still pretty, but you don't get this, the effect of the banister yeah. and looking up. Like it's, it wasn't exactly what I wanted. Tear um, down that bitch of a bearing wall <laughs> and put some garland where it ought to be. <laughs> if you guys can guess what that is. Um, I'm going to do a shout out. So if somebody can tag me, the first person to tag me on Twitter with what that clip is from, I will do a shout out for you <laughs> on my Twitter. And I'll retweet it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and nobody will care. <laughs> nobody will know. Um, so we, we did get the, the stairway and it's, eh, it's whatever, but the pool, I'm so glad that we went yeah. with the house with the pool because it has been my saving grace through all of this. And not to mention, it's just kind of helped me feel a little bit healthier, feel a little bit better. Yeah. feel like I'm still You have a little moving. color. You're not so Not pale. on the underside. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. If I flip my arm over, it's just blinding. That's like two different... Uh, nationalities right there. You have well, yep. You have your Puerto Rican. So this is my Puerto Rican, and this is my Irish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love your armpit is darker than your forearm. Well, I just kind of smoke in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Keep my arms up. That's hilarious. But um, yes, I want a pool. I I don't know. I've got to look into seeing if I can have one built here. You've got the yard for it. We have a community pool as well, um, and it's beautiful. It's huge. It's got a big water slide and everything yeah. with it but um our hoa closed it down they were like no not right now yeah well our stupid hoa i don't know what the hell's going on with it but they like they are so unorganized and they yeah they're letting people go up in there i haven't went i just now got my keys to the clubhouse i still don't have mine and i've been there for well we moved in yeah like within a like couple a weeks of yeah. each other yeah. yeah like a year so ago. it's been almost a year and i still don't have the keys yeah i just got mine i'm like and they were like oh your fees are due i'm like well uh can you like reroute that since <laughs> i already paid last year in full and mm-hmm. didn't get to use sh- shit yeah i'm like let me grab my karen wig because i'm about to speak <laughs> to the manager well so it's my new goal in life to become the hoa president Oh, really? Yeah, because they just had elections like a couple months ago, and our new HOA president, she just 
is on this power trip. She loves to get on her little golf cart and ride around the community. And oh my gosh. ours is not like a super fancy community. It's like normal, everyday, middle-class people. Yeah. And she's just out there measuring hedges and oh, no. writing people up for like. I will say that we uh, we're fortunate that we don't have like the person that's the the president or whatever hasn't done that. I guess that's a good and a bad thing because I get away with not having my lawn mowed <laughs> exactly when when my lawnmower person doesn't come. Uh-huh. Um, but then my neighbor has their trash can literally right beside their their front of their house. I'm like, girl, go put that in the back. It looks so trashy. Well, just take a little pride in what you've invested in. Yeah. I mean, I think they're renting, but... Well, still. Um, <laughs> you're still investing every yeah, month, so make true. it look nice. Um, so now it is my goal to become the HOA president. You are going to be, like, the... Have you seen Politician on... Uh, yes! Yeah, yeah, that's going to be you. <laughs> yeah, for, it starts with the HOA presidency, and then... <laughs> Next four years, you will become the president of the United States. If Trump can do it, you could do it. Well, hey, I, I can get a spray tan and a crusty. We know. Race. We saw it on Drag Race. <laughs> All-Stars too. <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, um, we're going to talk about All-Stars um, yeah. a little bit later. But um, I want to talk about our first topic, which is called Hot Topics. Mm, hot Topics. Hot Topics. That was actually what I originally wanted the um, the little jingle to be like, you know, like hot pockets, uh-huh. hot pockets. But I wanted it to be hot topics. But um, oh, yeah. that's Red Robin. Oh, <laughs> bro, you're just putting all the food ones together. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> smorgasbord. I love it. But anyway, so hot topics. The first one I want to talk about. I don't know if you've seen it. It was released recently on social media. We are starting a new digital competition. I did see that. It's on. It's going to be on my new Twitch channel, uh, and you can go to Twitch and then go to Trinity the Tuck Official, and it starts on August fourth. It's a good day. Yeah, it's a good day. It's, good. A, it's on a Tuesday, so it'll be every Tuesday Ooh. for ten weeks, and it will start at four thirty p.m. Pacific. And that's 7.30, I think that's 7.30, right? 4.30, Yeah, three yeah hours. 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you're somewhere else in the world, look it up, because I don't know. Um, <laughs> but there's 10 contestants. It's all-inclusive. We have a drag king. We have uh, a trans drag artist. We have a abfab drag queen. Uh, we have uh, queens literally from all over the world. We have I love that. the UK, Ecuador, Mexico City, um, Canada, yeah, like literally everywhere. So all the exotic places, all the exotic Ecuador, places. Mexico City, yeah, Canada, Michigan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so all the exotics. But um, it's gonna be super fun, and the fans get to be involved. They get to vote for who they want to stay out of the bottom two each week, and we're gonna have special guests. Um. Actually, I would love for you to be a judge if you want to come one week. I love nothing more than telling other people what's wrong with them. <laughs> well, we, you know, we, we don't really like it's, it's going to be all constructive. So I know you. Hey, be I'm great very at that. constructive. <laughs> constructive. I'm very constructed. <laughs> this nose, this face. Um, anyway, so it's going to be super fun. Um, it's free to watch. Unfortunately, because it has. 
um, copywritten songs and stuff on it, it will be deleted immediately. But again, if you are a Patreon, it will be uploaded there and you can watch it as you're, at your leisure. Um, so go root for your favorite. Uh, check on social media. It's going to be super, super, super fun. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I really am. It's going to give me something else to watch. Well, I was thinking like we we, we are coming to the end of the this project with the winner's See, uh, mm-hmm. tributes that we're doing and we were just like girl we're gonna get bored and then you know my platform is always to try to uplift local entertainers and we don't have enough things happening right now especially during quarantine well, you should do a loser's tribute because then that'll keep you busy from here to oh the end of eternity you're right <laughs> but let me tell you what doing that tribute even though we were making the outfits ourselves and leo was shooting them himself and editing them himself it was still really expensive. Oh, I would imagine. Like, I was like, we started this way before quarantine, and then quarantine happened, and I still had stuff to make, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I need to save this money, but I, I can't, like, stop a project in the middle of it. So, let me ask you this question. I, I'm i assuming that you're probably in the same boat as me, where you're not really um, eligible for government assistance. Oh, no at all. Yeah, so I'm not either, and I know that a lot of us in this, I mean, we have been very privileged, don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but we have not worked in four months yeah. um, outside of the home, and the, the work that we have been doing at home... Pays like nothing. It's like nothing. Yeah, exactly. When we have certain bills we have to pay, yeah, and then we're not eligible for government assistance. Yeah. Um, so I had a decent savings, and it is literally dwindling oh, down to the girl, last pennies. Trust me, I'm in the same boat with you, girl. I, I I was talking to Leo. I'm like, you know, thank goodness for certain things that we've been doing. Um, I did a for last month for Pride. I did something with Amazon, which helped a little bit. I saw that. That was really yeah. Cool. And thank thank you, uh, Manila and her husband Mikey for getting that for me. Um, thanks for not getting it for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> the shade. Um, but that and then cameos have been oh, a lifesaver. They sure have. So thank you all. If you're listening to this, if you have bought a cameo from me, you are saving me right now. Trust. Hello. Well, I had to put out a little PSA on my Twitter last week or something, or maybe two weeks ago that said, you know, I just want to thank you guys so much. Let me break it down for you what your money has done for me because it's not just taking care of myself or my husband or our dogs. It's also taking care of our two youngest nephews that live with us that we help raise, my uh, sister who lives with us, my mom who lives with us. Like, we have a house full of people. Yeah. And that money that you have been so generously uh, giving to us. Supporting you, for, yeah. It, it has literally put food on the table. Yeah. It, it really does. It really does help. It really does help a little bit. Um, also, you know, Thank you for everybody who's buying merch right now and, mm-hmm. and the Patreon. It's just like little things like that that I'm so grateful that makes me really, really thankful for what I what I do have and the, yeah. and, and the position I am in and that I have that support. Yeah. And so... Um, well, when all this first started, a lot of the fans were like, oh, give me your, your uh, cash app and your Venmo and all that. I want to support you. And I, I was like, no, I'm good right now. Yeah. I mean, who knew it was going to last this long? Right. We don't even know how long it's going to last at this point. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, 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 you saved the money. You put it towards people who really, really need it. I'll be okay. And, girl, and now you're tap dancing my, in the Walmart parking lot. My pride <laughs> is totally out 
out the window and I'm just like, whatever you would like. <laughs> if you want me to sing a karaoke song for you, if you want me to break up with your, your boyfriend, whatever you want me to do, you call me and you let me know. Girl, I thought about this. I don't know how we would do this, but I thought about this. So if anybody coins this, I had the idea first. Um, I don't know if I had the idea first, but I'm, I'm making it out, putting to, it out into I'm the universe. It, yes, exactly. I thought about, do like, it, how cool would it be to start a service kind of like Uber, but where, like Uber Eats, where you can order a drag show for your driveway. So, like, you know, you're still distancing, uh-huh. but it's it would be called drive-by drag. And somebody can go order for, like, a... You know, if if you say you had reservations for ten a day at a hundred dollars a show, mm-hmm. and you go and do with one number in their parking, you know, parking lot or the the uh, their driveway uh, with the car stereo, girl, that would be kind of cute. Yeah, drive by drag show, cross dressers in the cul de sac. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. But um, that would be really cool. So if there is any tech people out there that want to help me with this idea, maybe we can make some money. Hello. <laughs> I'll drive the truck. I'm not proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive the truck. I love it. Well, um, I want to talk about a serious topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw in the news, I'm sure you did, the um, the passing of Naya Rivera. Yeah. The actress. Um, so sad. It is really sad. It's it's one of those things where, you know, I, I didn't necessarily grow up with Glee because I was already an adult. But it was a big part of... Of the American culture yeah. for so many years, and you would you gay, you know, if you, exactly. if you gay, if you gay gay, you watch that, especially if you like show too. Yeah, seriously. And so you know, I, I did watch the show, and you feel like you a, a lot like with Drag Race, you feel like you connect with these personalities, yeah. and these people aren't just people on a show to you; they become um, in your mind just a part of your life, right? And so when you see people that you admire passing away, particularly in such a tragic way, it really just kind of hits you to the core and it makes you like, I still can't really wrap my head around it. I don't think we know 100% what happened. I, know, I mean, she drowned apparently. Yeah. Um, and from what I've saw, cause I really kept close to it because um, I was just hoping and praying that she would be okay. And like, you know, I don't know what, how, you know, there's, there was very little hope when, yeah. when they found her little boy and he's by himself. Of course you're thinking. Well, honest, but didn't he say to uh, those that found him that mommy dove in and she never came back? Right. Right. So, so it was very ominous just from the beginning of, of him saying those things. But um, from what I gather, the last information I saw was the, the waters, even for this lake, and it wasn't even that huge of a lake. I mean, it was big, but it wasn't the biggest lake ever. Um, but it had some currents in the lake that were really strong at certain times in the day. And um, there was a lot of debris at the bottom of this lake. And so um, anything could happen. If she dove in, she could have hit her head or got tangled up in something or the current pulled her under, but apparently she had enough time to get her son back up on the boat and then she disappeared. So I don't know. It's very, it's very sad. Um, I remember interacting with her on the episode of season nine that she was on the, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, not on today 
Um, and she was super, super nice and so beautiful in person. So young. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's so talented. Nice. So talented. It's really, it's such a shame when somebody who has literally the brightest future ahead of them just gets, you know, cut off so young. Yeah. It's just like, girl, what else is 2020 going to throw at us? Like, <laughs> like seriously, like y'all have more stuff with this president, COVID, um, murder hornets, more murder hornets. <laughs> um, this thing with Naya. I mean, like there, there's so many things. It's just insanity. It really um, is. It, it really is. is. And I'm, I'm one of the type of people that I always try to look for the bright side in life. And I always try to go, well, maybe this is exactly where we need to be so that we can fix all of our problems and come out of this better, not only individually, but better as a whole. As a society. Yeah. Yeah. And while I think that, you know, this has given a lot of people a lot of time to really um, focus in on a lot of issues and reflect on them and try to fix those things. It's also the, on the other hand, I'm like, what the hell is next? Yeah. What's going to go on? Is this ever going to end? Is it ever going to get better? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that like when stuff like this happens um, in the world, like the last time this happened was like in the 1920s, I think, like really yeah. early. It was 1900s. 1918. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, what ha- ends up happening is an event like this changes the course of the world mm-hmm. of what of how we live our lives and and hopefully this will make people not take things for granted so much and and maybe get better regulations on health codes of stuff and um it's super important if you're listening that we vote in November to get Trump out so we can get someone in there that's really going to do something to help with healthcare. Did you see what's going on right now with the fact that he's trying to block the CDC from releasing releasing information? Yeah. Yeah. Information that is pertinent to each and every one of us. And it is also our right to have access to this information. Well, I, it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me. Nothing surprises me at this point, Mm -hmm. but it disappoints me. Yeah. It disappoints me that it's not getting better, that we're sitting here. We're literally all in this together and it's still becoming such a political issue. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there's, there's nothing political about this, about the fact that you're living or you're dying. Exactly. This is a virus that's affecting everybody on some level. Yeah. It doesn't matter what what your your race is, your hair color, your gender, your uh, your beliefs. You know nothing. Oh, COVID don't give a shit. No, she does not, honey. No, no, she absolutely does not. And what's really disheartening is that it feels like the people who are in the position to help make this better don't give a shit either. Yeah, it's true. Well, I want to get off of this horrible topic <laughs> and let's talk about something a little bit lighter, shall well, we? Well, before we move on, though, okay. when we were talking about Naya Rivera, yeah. like, the one thing that really breaks my heart more than all of it, I'm so sad that she has passed away, I'm so sad that it was so tragic, but the one thing that really concerns me is her young son. He's obviously at the age where he's cognizant of what is going on around him. Mm-hmm. He's cognizant of what happened. And this is something that he's going to have to live with and learn to overcome. Maybe well, overcome is probably 
too lofty of a goal. Like, yeah. how do you overcome something like yeah. that? But it's something that's really going to shape the rest of his life. You're right. Yeah. So, so definitely, if, if any of you listeners are out there, just send some positivity into the universe. No matter what you believe in. Um, I, I'm not really religious, but I do believe in the universe and that, you know, the, the healing powers of positivity and, and if you can put that out there into the universe for this little boy to, to help him through this, cause this is going to be rough. It really is. Well, you know, I'm born and raised Southern Baptist, but I feel like in situations like this in particular, it doesn't really have to be about religion or religious beliefs or anything like that. I feel like we as humans were made up of energy mm-hmm. and that energy has to go somewhere in the universe. Yeah. So if you take a little bit of that energy and you put it towards something positive, I really feel like it'll make its way there. Yeah. And, and, and when you put out something positive, you generally get back something positive. Um, Speaking of positive, yeah, let's talk about something positive. COVID test. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I have no. to leave. Oh my god, <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Let's talk about uh, Drag Race Rundown. Yes. And you have been keeping up with All Stars, of course, absolutely. Yes, because you were on All Stars <laughs> for a brief moment. Yeah, a little glimmer in time. Well, would you ever do it again? Um, well, it would have to fit into my life plan. I never say no to anything, but it's all about timing. I would totally do it again. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm totally fine, like, now with the whole time thing, but girl, I want to, I want to go win. I want to (laughs) go. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to go and conquer. I would love to be the first plus size winner. Believe that was always my goal and my hope, but it's one of those things where I finally come to terms that if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, I'm still doing awesome stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you've um, done a lot of stuff, girl, a ton. Movies, TV shows, music videos for Dolly Parton, like yeah. all sorts of really fun, yeah. great, awesome things. I've got some really good things on the horizon as well. Don't tell so, those yet. Don't tell them yet. We're oh, gonna... I'm not going to. Well, I can't. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> the only thing I will say is that I do have a cookbook coming out. Um, this year, which tells my entire life story through recipes. Oh, I love that. Uh, so that's really fun. And it's just one of the many, like, really awesome opportunities that I've had because of Drag Race. So I guess that's my long way of saying, yeah, I go back as long as it fit into, like, the schedule that I have at the time. Well, girl, there's nothing happening right now. So, <laughs> bitch, if they were casting, let the gods hear us now. Hello. <laughs> so, anyway, All Stars 5. How are you liking this the show? How are you liking the the challenges, the cast? Um, okay. So I love the girls that are on this season. Mm-hmm. I really do. I don't know that I particularly love them all together. Yeah. Because it feels a little imbalanced. It doesn't feel like it's a cohesive unit of girls that have been working together. Um, it definitely I feel the divide in the cast. Mm. Um, and a lot of people online have been saying, well, that's because some of them are all stars and some of them aren't. No, that's really shitty to say because you can't judge anybody by what you've seen of them on the competition before. You got to judge them on what you're watching right now. My issue with it is it's just there's two different camps of personalities. Mm. And it doesn't feel like one. It felt like two different shows. Like, me. what do you like? What do you mean? Like, what are the two different camps? So it felt a lot like, and maybe this is just because I was involved in this part on season seven, it feels like 
the the old school drag race girls versus the new school drag race mm, girls. I see. And up until the last couple of episodes, it hasn't felt like there was crossover between the two groups. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't it wasn't fun to watch for the simple fact that it it was distracting to watch two different dynamics. Okay. I didn't feel like it was cohesive. And I don't feel like a lot of the challenges have really been beneficial to a lot of the queens. Okay. Yeah. Well, who are you rooting for? I have two that I would love to see win. I would love to see Jujube win. Mm -hmm. It's her third time there. Her third time in the top. I would love to see her get the crown. And it's also really fun to see somebody from really early drag race come back and change so much aesthetically, but still be the same funny, wonderful person and talented performer underneath. And then I'd love to see Shay win. Yeah. Because to me, Shay has always been a winner. Like yeah. She's, I wouldn't take away from Sasha's win because I pegged her as the winner from the beginning of that season. I thought she was fantastic. Um, but Shay just has the aura of a queen mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, she's a lot like Tommy Ross to me. Yeah. And I would love to see either one of them win. But That's, I don't want to see another tie. That is my top two. And I'd be damned if there's going to be another tie, bitch. Uh, <laughs> two ties in a row. My God, I'd be tied out. Um, but those are my two top two. I really hope Shay wins. Just because she's my season nine yeah. sister. And, um, but I love Juju. And I think that if she does win, she would definitely be worthy. Um this is a great top four. I think it's a great top four. Um, I would I have... do too, but I think the, I think that Alexis would have made the top four a lot more interesting. I agree. I really like Alexis' um, aesthetic. Well, and I don't want to take away from Blair because I think Blair's worked really hard and she's been very different than all of the other girls. But there's just something about. The drama that Alexis brought, that dynamic that she brought, I don't want to say drama, that cheapens it, but it was definitely a louder... The personality. Di- it the- was a louder dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that would have made for a very interesting... She's very form. confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Alexis is very confident, so that comes across sometimes as... And she's opinionated. It comes across as, as drama or shadiness, and sometimes it may be, but... It's more of to do with that's just how she is. If you ever work with her in a in a show, she's very that way, just just being herself and yeah. funny. And I think a lot of the fans need to understand the difference between being competitive and being combative. Yeah, because knowing Alexis as well as we do, and having worked with her for so long, yeah, she's one of the most competitive people that you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. But she's always very honest, and I think that a lot of the time, um, her outspokenness gets misconstrued as her being combative. Yeah. And I don't think that's the case, really. Yeah. Well, I think it's good. We I can't believe we only have a couple of more episodes before this is over with. What have you thought about Cracker this season? I, first of all, I really like Cracker as mm-hmm. a person. Um, I've, I got to know her a little bit when I've toured with her. Super cool person. Kind of like, Soft-spoken and, like, to the Quiet, right? Very shy. But um, I thought she's done well in the competition. I just... My personal opinion is, is that all-stars especially, when you go in 
If you're going to win, you need to be confident from day one. Mm -hmm. You can't be questioning yourself. This is not a time. Which is exactly what I did on season two. Yeah. I was questioning everything from the second I walked in. You can't. And no, you, you have can't. to you have to know that you're the winner and you're the right choice and that you're gonna slay. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe that, you're gonna do well in the challenges and show the judges that that's that's yeah. the truth. And um I just feel like she's kind of dowdy a little bit. And I don't yeah. think that that makes uh for a good winner. Mm-hmm. I have um definitely agreed with how far she's made it. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed a lot of what she has presented. And I'm going to be the first one to say, I didn't love her on her original season because I felt like I couldn't get a clear idea of who she was. Right. And then I worked with her. I've only worked with her twice, but like you said, she's very quiet and reserved and usually to herself. Very kind. Yeah. She's but, very kind. but very, very quiet. Very quiet. Um, so I was very interested to see how this would play out Mm -hmm. and i've been very surprised by her i've become a fan of hers through this season to me she doesn't scream winner because of what you said about not having the confidence to back it up but i think she is definitely uh deserving of her placement see i feel like shay is super super confident and she's like in your face confident yeah and i feel like juju is very confident. She's laid back. But confident. she's so laid back about it. Like she knows she's doing well, but she's not cocky about it. Uh-huh. Um, which both of them to me, that screams winner, either being overly confident or being laid back confident, but they both have, they're just different. And yeah, so, because they, you see the aura that they give off every week is very much like, all right, which one of you are going home? Because I know, <laughs> because I, I know it's not because me. I'm not, I'm here. Yeah, I'm staying. <laughs> I love that. But, um, have you been watching Canada? I love Canada's drag race. I'm so into it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been enjoying it more than All Stars 5. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've talked about this a little bit. I, I have enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. I'm super happy for Canadians to have that opportunity. Um, I'm still loving Jimbo and Priyanka. I think that um, Jimbo is one of those rare contestants that comes through that is just universally beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another Katya situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's there's just something so magnetic about her personality, and I love her. It's it's really cool and refreshing to see. The thing about her is I just hope that she doesn't try to um, do what the judges usually want from a girl that's weird like that Mm -hmm. and give them one episode of beauty because I don't know that she's going to be a beauty. (laughs) Um, But I think if she stays the course of her authentic self, She's going to do really well. Well, and I've looked through some of her social media, which she was never really, like, um, big on social media, Mm -hmm. it appears. Yeah. But the things that I've seen, she can do glamour. She can be very pretty in her own way. Like, that's what I like about it. It's, she's serving glamour, but in a way that is distinctly Jimbo. And I think that if she does that, that it'll give them enough of what they want while still remaining who she is. Yeah. Well, I've already in past uh, podcasts given my opinion about how I feel about the dynamic of the judges. What is your opinion? Um, I think that it is, it makes it so clear 
how imperative um, or how important RuPaul is to the show. Yeah. There's something about Ru's um, personality and again, the her aura, presence. her presence, the aura that she gives off that is not on the same level as the people that she's judging. She seems elevated. Mm-hmm. And even if she's got a team behind her, you still cannot teach somebody to have that kind of presence. Right. And I think the Canada's Drag Race, the only problem that I have with it, other than that harsh-ass lighting, Ooh. which is Woo. not good for anybody's Woo. makeup. Woo, bitch. Oh, it's just bright. A girl. Just bright. Girl. A bunch <laughs> of ring lights just hanging, <laughs> hanging from the ceiling so it all comes from above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is not good lighting, so I would change that. Um, but the other thing that I... The biggest concern that I have with it is that it's just lacking leadership. Yeah. And that's not a diss to any of the three judges. No, because they, they are great. But, they're great, but, but you need a central yeah. personality who is definitely in charge. You need a mother hen of the show. Yeah, and there's not a mother. And that's that's what I was, was just saying before. Is there's not that presence of that regalness of... Of a mother, like yeah. a, of of a um, of that motherly. I don't know. It's just. It's just. There's not that. What you're saying is right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like mommy's in charge. It seems like your older sister. Brooklyn yeah, I'm is your there older sister. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm your older sister, and I'm your. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because she has some power, but she doesn't have all the power. Right. And I think unless you are given that power, you're not going to have the ability to really take yeah. control. And I agree. Control. I think that it's not all her fault. I think that it's. Is partially the setup of of what you know. You're only given so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can't sit completely at the big table. But Brooklyn looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, um, uh, Stacy is fantastic. Yeah. I I have to say I was not familiar with her before. Like uh, America's Next Top Model or Canada's uh, Top Model, any of the any of the top model franchises have never really been on my radar. Um, I've well, enjoyed- why not? You're, you don't you don't love a good model show? Well, I appreciate it, but it doesn't really speak to me. Like fashion has never been something that typically excites me. It has um, in the last couple of years. Ever since I got red so hard from my fashion, <laughs> I decided to look harder into it, and in doing so, I've gotten a, a huge appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, but back in the day when top model was a huge huge cultural phenomenon it just wasn't on my radar yeah i would be over on lifetime watching dance moms wow um so i've learned to appreciate it now but when it was in its heyday it was not my thing but i am just in love with stacy i think she is fantastic she's cool she's beautiful and i think unlike brooklyn and jeffrey she's just doing her own thing and being authentic to herself while the other two are are getting caught up in trying to be Rue, to, to sit in the RuPaul position and say the catchphrases. Mm. And Stacey's just like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, like, I don't let me think tell she you. Barely, she barely spoke this last episode. I was well, like, I was like. But when she did, the, the words were important and they meant something. Yeah. Because she is really good about critiquing and a look or critiquing a performance and she doesn't mince words, but she's also very constructive. Um, And that's what my advice to Brooklyn, especially Jeffrey would be moving forward is 
like, I don't know if they're telling you to say these catchphrases or how to say them, but develop your own stuff so that it's still part of the drag race family, but it's not a false interpretation. It's not forced. forced. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, um, this is the end of our podcast today. Do you have anything? Uh, We're going to, we're going to do the extra podcast content right after this. So again, go check out patreon.com forward slash Trinity, the tuck. Um, for the game that we're going to do a video of. It's going to be super fun. So that's coming up after this. But do you have any projects coming up that you want to plug other than your cookbook? Uh, So the cookbook will be out soon. Um, We're working on a couple different TV shows right now. So hopefully we'll have some information on that. I just signed a contract for a new movie, which is very exciting. Um, So there's lots of fun things down the pike, as they say. Um, But... Very, very soon, if you would like to help me to put food on the table and support the family, you can go to my Cameo. I just reduced my price um, because I feel like during a pandemic, I don't want to gouge people. I know every penny counts. So I've cut the price in half for now. You guys go and book yours right away, and I'll get those to you. And Galore and I are doing a summertime virtual pool party on Sunday, July 26th at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can get your tickets for that at digitalpridefest.com. Ting! Yeah, I love that. And it's fun. We're going to be doing poolside recipes. Uh, we're going to be doing numbers in the pool. All sorts of... It's just going to be a good pool party, and we encourage you to sit in the bathtub and join us. <laughs> I live. I live. Well, thank you for joining me again today. Oh, thanks for having me. I've missed you. i missed you, too. We're going to have to do something else. I, I want to have you on my Twitch. For yeah. that cooking thing. Here I am, been taking pills to get rid of my twitches. <laughs> Girl, I have them all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, though. Anyway, um, I want to leave you guys with something that my grandmother used to always tell me. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. Mm-hmm. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.